Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh, and we got some music playing. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, we're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Yep, we're, we're playing it again. Yep, we're playing it again. We're getting there. We're going to talk about it tonight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll fade that out. Okay, so... Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, of the great reset of the Agenda 2030 of the globalist and elitist plan to take over the world with a one world government implementation. And uh, if you have paid attention, which I'm sure all of this audience has paid attention, you will notice that things are moving quite fast. That's right. So Rumble is down right now. And so I don't know what was happening. But Rumble is down right now. So we are streaming on YouTube. We're streaming on YouTube. So instead of certain words that we usually use, instead we'll say like Fauci ouchy, jubity jab jab, right? We'll say, um, you know, 17, those types of things, right? So that's kind of what we're going to do with the code words. We do have a guest tonight. Uh, I'm going to bring in Lewis Herms. I'm actually speaking at an event on a Friday, and Lewis is going to come in and talk to us about it. But Lewis Holmes is 100% an interesting human being. Um, and once uh, we're going to have him for about a half an hour, and then we're going to talk about the DDoS attack that I believe is happening on Rumble. Rumble is being hacked right now. Um, almost positive it's a hack um, just because of the signs and signals that we're seeing from it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw you guys into just a, a quick little commercial. I'm going to go grab Lewis. I'm going to come right back. And uh, we're going to talk to Lewis Herms, and then we're going to jump into the show of the news of the day, the news and the events of the day. And there's some big ones. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, and then this is going to get crazy. And then Vince is going to join us afterwards to help me break down the news. So give me one second, and we're going to we'll do there we go. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Hey guys, Josh here with the Red Pill Project. I wanted to talk to you about My Patriot Supply. They're the number one preparedness survival company in the United States of America. And they have everything that you're gonna need in the advent of a natural disaster, a cataclysm, or whatever the heck might happen. Listen, Sleepy Joe and his commie cronies in Washington, DC, they're doing some pretty crazy stuff. We don't know what they're gonna do next. The global elite, they've thrown this world into a state of chaos. From the pandemic to the vaccine, to who knows what's gonna happen next, Anything from the global economic collapse, supply chain disruptions, to food chain shortages, we're seeing it all and we know something is coming. With the holidays coming about, I wanna be prepared in case something does happen so I can take care of my family. And I know you feel the same way. This is why I use My Patriot Supply. And guess what? They got everything that you need from Alexa Pure water purification to survival gear to long-term food storage that can last up to 25 years in your pantry. If you want to go check them out, please visit redpills.tv slash patriot. Again, that's redpills.tv slash patriot. And also, don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Uh, 
Subscribe. And we are back with the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose and our guest tonight, Lewis Herms. Lewis, you know, I, I met you in Dallas quite briefly when we were there with Chris Eriks at the Reckoning Fest. Uh, for those people who don't know, Lewis is the, uh, the founder of ScrewBigGov.com. He has been awake for almost four decades, <laughs> double the time as me. <laughs> he has vast experience in the last few years in the Patriot community. He has done a lot of different work. As late, his focus and pride has been on the film named Watch the Water, Trump, Q, and Deuterium. Um, hopefully, YouTube loves us on that one. But you know what? I remember that movie. I remember watching it, Dr. Brian Artis. And there was a lot to unpack with that movie. Um, your work is recognized, sir. Love it. And you are doing what we can call the truth tour. I love this because I'm speaking there Friday. That's going to be great. So if you guys are in the St. Paul, Minnesota area, you need to go out to truthtour.net and, and get your tickets. You can meet me, you can meet Lewis, and you can meet a whole bunch of other speakers that are going to be there. Lewis, how you doing, man? I am amazing. Um, let me just do a little homework and clean up. The artist film was actually completely different from mine. Oh, okay. I apologize. Then. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I just wanted to make sure it's clarified. Mine was Watch the Water, Trump, Q, and Deuterium, which was out probably a year and a half ago. So probably a year before the artist film. Ah. Was. Um, and Deuterium really is what the focus was on there because it's a it's a very interesting thing that's in 90, probably 98.9% mm -hmm. of all of our water worldwide. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty cool stuff. And that that film, it only got about 85,000 on YouTube, but overall it got millions and millions of views because I must some I must have did something right because it was stolen over 30 times. Oh god. And reproduced on other platforms. Many just taking, you know, now they take your name and your logo off of it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't matter. It is what it is. The, the, at least the information got out there. Yeah, agreed. And, and you know that that's an interesting point of topic. So deuterium is this? This is heavy water, H three O, correct? Yeah. So it's HDO, and it's um, it's what it is. It's a it's an isotope that attaches to hydrogen molecule molecule. Mm -hmm. And when I, I learned about it, I was like, it really fell in my lap. I started to study, it and I'm just blown away that we should be ingesting like 120 parts per million. We're doing about 155, and the life extension properties are proven. I mean, in places in Tibet where they get the water runoff and it's closer to 120, they're living to 100, 120 years old. So, and that's just the minor part of it. It's pretty incredible stuff, though. Interesting. Now, I know deuterium. Uh, my buddy Nathan Walt, he's a uh, a biohacker, one of these guys, and you have this fourth stage of water that's actually created within biological systems. And this fourth stage of water actually includes deuterium. This is the plasmids that form within the cells that is critical for this ATP transference for the Krebs cycle and for keeping mm -hmm. the mitochondrial healthy in the cells. Exactly. Um, so with the deuterium, do we have a depletion within our water system or is this being corrupted? Excess. Excess. So the, the challenge is excess. Yeah. So if we're running about 110 to 120 parts per million, that's the optimum for health. Gotcha. It's, and it runs about 155. And then so it actually, it yes, it is, it is necessary. But then if you run that high, it actually acts as an aging where it ages your body ah, too fast. I wonder if that's why I got gray hair. 
<laughs> you and me both, brother. So, so tell me a little bit about kind of how you got involved with all this. I mean, four decades is a long time to be awakened into what's happening. Yeah. And, and please give me your perspective on what is happening. Sure. So first, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it was, I, I actually like telling this story and I, I shorten it just, just for consumers that, you know, have, have seen this before, but I uh, got in a car accident. I met a chiropractor. He was doing some work on me and he gave me the skinny on, on, well, consider we're on your channel on yeah. the big PHA, mm -hmm. you know, some people would say farm. Um, anyways, so he gave me the skinny on and he said, here's the deal. He says, Anytime there's a any, anything that's going on from our health perspective, there's a natural cure somewhere. He says, and God has created a way to have us help heal our own bodies if it has the right signals. Mm -hmm. You mentioned one of the places would be mitochondria, right? That's, that would work on the signaling. So what happens is um, he, told, he talked to me about that. I was very interested. And he goes, here's the deal, Lewis. He goes, if you take a pharmaceutical drug, it is synthetically made. The right. reason why they make it synthetically is because now they can create a synthetic string. And with a synthetic string, you can patent it. When you patent it, you can corner the market and make a lot of money on it. He says, so this is the game that they play. He goes, here's the catch. Every single product that's synthetic has a side effect. And the reason why is because your body reads it as a poison. He mm. said, it's that simple. When a, anything that's synthetic enters your body, it says poison alert, poison alert. And that's why you have side effects and reactions to it. So that was interesting. And I was pretty much a rebel. And you'll, you'll probably have found this, that you have people that probably stepped out of the box. And those are the ones that are influencers and truthers and so, so on and so forth, because we just have pushed back on the norm forever. Mm -hmm. And that was my history. So then, um, Later on in life, I was still studying, and I was really, really into studying HARP, which we know as H-A-R-P, H-A-R-P. And then you can, at the time, you can Google it, first page, first thing that pops up. And then all of a sudden, the most progressive loan mortgage set that was ever introduced and supported by the government was named HARP. Now, it's spelled a little differently. But it got all the traction, so it didn't matter how you spelled harp after that. You virtually couldn't find anything on the weather manipulation. So I knew immediately, and this is a long time ago, I said, that was on purpose. Right. They named it there on purpose so they can, because we were getting a lot of traction at the time. So they named it there on purpose, and they knew they would drive it down, and it worked. So then I started watching it, and it was over and over and over. You would see something, even somebody's name, that you know, would suddenly become popular and that name happened to mean something else at the time, right? So, bup, 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 drop it down, drown the list. So that was that. And then um, <clears throat> came 9-11, and I was screaming <laughs> at the time that that's controlled demo, that's controlled demo. Yep. And <clears throat> But if I have to be very transparent, three days later of incessantly watching the news, I was completely MK-altered and believed, believed everything. So I got unawakened, I say, right, for about a year or two, woke up again, started exposing, exposing, what well, wasn't a huge fan of, I would watch Fox News, but I, I kept telling my wife, there's something wrong here, this is yeah. like controlled opposition, we need to pay attention to this. 
and then then came along the sickness let's call it right the lockdowns and all that stuff and i've really started to dig in and i noticed a challenge i saw in the truth or community community and we have to be honest and authentic about this we were really living in an echo chamber right and the problem with that is then we're not doing our job waking people up so i said how could i do that and then i made a movie called 2020 vision and i was inspired to do that by other filmmakers that had good content but i thought we need to acclimate people to conversation so that's what i did with that film 2020 vision and then later on uh, the movie that that we talked about about deuterium and, and i just started doing tons of interviews and I kind of came, became like some form of a mentor, I guess, in the truth or community for some people, which is interesting. And then uh, now we're here doing the truth tour two, number two right now. I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now. Oh, very cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in Denver, so just a few hours south of you. But right. we, had a, we had a bunch of people from Denver there today. Awesome. That's awesome. And, and we got St. Paul, Minnesota on Friday. I just had the schedule actually pulled up for people. I'll go ahead and pull this up so we can look at it. Uh, look at the event. We got uh, 923 in Roseville, California. And uh, there's the speakers that are going to be there. Matt, uh, Mark Atwood. We oh, yeah, we did that. We oh, did that yeah, it's already. the 27th. Oh, my God. I, I have no idea where this month went. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that the truth? We were just thinking the same thing. Right? Oh, man. I just remember the queen dying. Uh, 927 Cheyenne, Wyoming. Obviously, that was today. 930 St. Paul, Minnesota. That's going to be Friday. Um, I will be there speaking as well. We're going to have Jason Q, Lewis Herms, Mark Atwood, Denise Bliss Phillips, Tom Numbers, Bruce Poppy, uh, Derek Johnson, which I'll get to meet. And uh, we have some disagreements, yeah. but that's okay. I'll get to meet and say hi. And then we got Bloomington, Illinois, Evansville, Indiana. That's uh, Bloomington, Illinois on 10-1, Saturday 10-1, 10-2 on Sunday, Evansville, Indiana, 10-4, Lansing, Michigan, 10-7, Brooklyn, New York, 10-8, Boston, Massachusetts. Sunday, 10-9, we got Lakewood, New Jersey, 10-11, Charleston, South Carolina. Man, you guys got a ton of these. I know. And so I recommend everybody go to Truth Tour. We're going to put this in the uh, the chat so everybody can see this and go visit these links. It's also linked up in the description box so you guys can find it there and get all the dates if they're going to be coming near you, close to you. I will be making a few of them. Oh, my live stream. So Rumble's down again. All right. Well, that happens. We got up on Rumble and then we went down on Rumble. That's okay. Well, it happens. That's life. Um, I'll be making a, a few of them. I think I'm going to try to make Tucson, which we talked about as well. That's uh, coming yeah, up here. Nice. And this is important because, you know, I, I went to the Reckoning Fest. I spoke at the Reckoning Fest. And the feedback that I got from the people out there is that People need to go out to these live events. They need to collaborate. They need to meet people. They need to get united and organized. And that's really what these events do is they bring people together around the information. Yeah, it's interesting. So um, today it was a microcosm of what's been going on. There was a lot of tears, a lot of laughter, a lot, a lot of love, and a lot of, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Right. And then a lot of motivation which is probably, excuse me, my strong suit is try to get people focused in a direction so they take action. Because if anybody hasn't realized that we're in a war a war right now, then they, they really have to take the pillow off their eyes because right. we are. The, 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 the difference is 
for you and I may not be kinetic, right? But I'm telling you, sometimes it's harder for people spiritually because they're not trained for this. But I can absolutely tell you that we need to keep pushing the ball because there is some momentum right now. And when there's momentum, that's when we cannot let off the gas pedal. So it's very, very important. And I do my best to try to get people some tools because it's hard to wake people up. You know, we tend yeah. to truth barf on them. So um, I, I I hope I'm that guy that teaches people how to acclimate people to the conversation, be, take a more pragmatic approach. I don't do the hope him and I don't do the fear porn. Not my deal. That's right. We call this the, the hopium free broadcast and I'm the bearer of doom and gloom because, well, I put it all together. I pearl string it all together for people. I take the, the globalist elitist narrative that is being portrayed over the last few months, last few years. And uh, I, I make predictions. I don't say dates, but I make predictions of what's happening. And what we've seen happen today is uh, stuff that we were talking about in 2020, in November of 2020, almost exactly what we talked about, what I call the global firestorm event, the melting down of you know, social, cultural destabilization, the attacks on infrastructure, supply chain, um, mm -hmm. destabilization of the politic, then you know, the global financial collapse, manipulation of weather, and then World War III. And we're on the cusp of this. And it feels globally, and sp you said spiritually, and spiritually globally, it feels like the global, global consensus or the global consciousness is in this state of fear. I mean, do you feel this as well, is that there's this, this kind of fear of the world changing and everybody is waking up? This is kind of what the Great Awakening is about, is everybody waking up because they're realizing that the world is controlled only by a few people, a few elite groups, and that they are making a move to seize power and control right now. Yeah, the only disagreement you and my and i may have is i think a lot of it's optics to wake the people up mm. um I, I do believe that everything you said is true and that was the agenda but i believe the top tiers are taken down and we're pretty much dealing with middle management right now which could be scarier to be honest with you because the cockroaches are vying for power and trying to fill a vacuum and therefore they're scrambling and they do a lot of stupid stuff which will harm us tremendously. So I do think it's not going to get better before it gets good. I think it's going to get worse. But the wake, the waking up is imperative, and it's absolutely happening. You see it's happening in Iran. It's happening in the Netherlands. It's happening all over the place. But I do like people to resonate in positivity because I believe the cabal feeds on fear, mm -hmm. and that is one of their last weapons. So... I don't give them that. I refuse to give them that. Um, now, that doesn't mean I do hopium, um, although I, I take a pragmatic approach, approach and I look at what I call markers, right? So here's here would be a marker. The, the Clinton cabal is no longer in, has any control. They have no effect whatsoever. The, the Cheney wing has zero effect what, what's, whatsoever. Who knows what's going on with Obama? McCain's gone. Many, many leaders around the world that have, have these long dynasties are gone. Who knows what's going to happen in England, but the queen is officially gone. So the point being is I like people to try to find positive. Well, the positive is in the, I just named people that have been in complete control. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I disagree because I think they're puppeted also, but They've been an appearance of being in complete control for the last 50 years. Not one of those are left. So 
yep. at, at worst case scenario, there's a vacuum that being is being filled at fifth at best case scenario. There is somebody in the background trying to help us out. The reality, and here's probably where you and I would totally agree, is I think the white hats are we the people. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's very possible. And I think we're seeing that traction and motivation right now, especially with what's happening with Trump. Um, We talked about this back in 2020, that Trump would be the first arrest as per those mysterious 17 boards that we've always talked about. If you just take out HRC and you put DJT, names, places, dates, and Mm -hmm. locations can change. And that we, I, I talked about it because October 30th, which is that's 1030, the passport will be flagged. 1030th is the anniversary date of James Comey opening up the email investigation on Hillary Clinton. And then 11-3 would be the actual anniversary date of the election he stole from them. These people are very evil. They're uh, dark occultists and they're very ritualistic. And they love these dates and changing these dates to their benefit. Uh, so we looked at that as the potential of the indictment date of Donald Trump. And I think that we're seeing that coming. But here's the thing is I know that people won't let it happen. I know that DeSantis immediately will lock the federal government out of Florida. They won't allow them in. Uh, that Donald Trump most likely will never be taken in the cuffs, will never be arrested. Um, just theories and thoughts. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're headed towards this now. And I think before this happens, there's going to be a massive disclosure. And I think that Donald Trump is is the reason we have Truth Social, the reason why we've been seeing all these markers, what we call deltas, right, coming about pertaining to memes, get your memes ready, meme war. And Donald Trump had the memes that he posted last week all about the the letter 17 and stuff. This is telling us to get our, he had one that had a delta directly on get your memes ready. And so the memes are specific because what happens is, is when they dump the data on Truth Social, People go out there, take that data, they produce the memes, and now they pump that out on other social medias, which the filters from DARPA and the NSA can no longer filter out those memes. Because it's a picture. Because it's a picture. Exactly. And, and so now the, the information can get out there and get disseminated and distributed. And I think that that moment is coming. I think we're probably days or weeks away from that moment. Maybe one of the reasons why Rumble right now is under heavy DDoS attack. Uh, we, we went up on it for a second and then boom, went right back down getting 404 errors. I worked in cybersecurity for 10 years. Uh, definitely being attacked. So, Yeah. Well, I know attacking well. Our, all of our websites have been attacked. I work with a, a major cybersecurity guy, XDOD, and he's looked into our stuff. He goes, wow, you guys are just being attacked like crazy. So I know exactly what you're yep. talking about. Uh, Rumble, we got attacked on last week. So I would probably agree with you on that. Um, it's, it's interesting what, you, what you're saying. So let me give uh, some people a tool. So you, you were saying that he's saying, get your memes ready. He's going to disclose the information on true social, and then everybody's going to pump out the memes, right? And then they they the AIs have trouble detecting that. Right. So let me just help somebody with a tool. Do not name your meme anything close to what it is about. Yep. Because they can still detect the tag, as you know, in there, what the name is. So if it's on, you know, that thing that you vote with, right, don't name it that because that's still a way that they can detect a meme. And they may do, Josh, They, as you know, they may get desperate and just do what's called blanket flagging. So Mm -hmm. anything that has anything to do with those words. Even even if they it could say wonderful things about something, but if it has those words in it, they just may go boop, get rid of all of them just to protect themselves. So I would just recommend that make the memes have a good time, 
put all the words you want in it, but when you name it you, in your string, absolutely change the name because they can detect that. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, and this is critically important because if you remember for everybody out there on the boards that we're talking about and everybody, I think watching this show knows what boards I'm talking about. They taught us specifically how to create these memes, what to do exactly what Lewis is saying and what to do uh, in the sense of how to get around the various different filters that can filter out these memes. And this was for a purpose. This is why, you know, we see all the frogs being posted, the, the kecks. This is for a purpose. Is It's getting ramped up. There's about to be, whether it's the crossfire or hurricane binder that Trump had that the FBI took, we know he's got a copy of, that basically proves his innocence and implicates all the top level of the FBI, the, the Brennan, Clinton, the whole administration, Obama, or whether it's various different laptops, Pelosi's, Hunter Biden's, Hillary Clinton's emails, whatever it might be, is this information that's about to come out is critically important. And here's the thing is when this information comes out, it's going to take down that side of the house. It's going to make their house of cards fall so they cannot steal, S-T-E-A-L, the thing that's coming up on November 8th. That's the important part here is we have to regain and regain power and control over both houses on November 8th. It is so critically important to understand that. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't even see that thing happen on that date. I, I, I agree. And I, I'm unlike most truthers out there that says it will be the white hats that take it down. I think it will be the baddies that take it down. Because right now, I can tell you, and I've talked to several people, because this is where my head is, the internal polling right now, and it's not red versus blue. Red versus blue is a, is a BS mm -hmm. construct, conservative versus liberal, Republican versus Democrat. I'm sorry, guys. It's mainly two sides of the same coin. These are actors that have been acting in these positions for a long, long, long time. What this is, and this is why they're getting crazy and upset. And this is why I think there might not be an election unless something happens, because this is establishment versus anti-establishment. Mm, this is this is deep state versus the good guys. So what happened? That's not a red or a blue. Let's just forget that. We got out. We got to take that out of out of our head. Ninety ninety percent of the red are not good people right now. Um, that's why it's an establishment, and the primary showed that, that the anti-establishment are crushing the establishment. And when I say crushing, now they're doing polls, and I can tell you, they're three to four times the vote from an establishment candidate to say, like that other Marxist guy they're running against. I mean, it's huge. Mm -hmm. So the writing's on the wall. The internal polling that these guys do, do and they've been doing these for internal polling, believe it or not, for 100 years— they know better than we know exactly what's going on, and they are scared to death because if that happens, it's all over. Literally, it's all over because where we go, as the United States of America go, the rest of the world follows. So it's it's done for them. So they're scrambling, trying to do anything they possibly can right now, in my opinion, probably to prevent that that date from coming by and happening. I agree. And as well as there's the other part that Joe Biden is a liability to them coming up on the midterms. We, we can know this with, uh, you know, Paul Gozar, Congressman Paul Gozar was talking the other day how the new Republican Congress, when they come in, they're going to immediately investigate Hunter Biden. 
this becomes a threat to the, the DNC, to the Democrats, to the left, uh, because if Hunter Biden gets investigated, that that's going to open up a can of worms globally, especially with China. China looks at this as a threat as well. If the American first type of candidates, if patriot candidates come in, um, China will immediately be sanctioned. Um, Because they will remove Joe Biden and then they'll implement whoever the Republican or the conservative person is in there, whether it's Donald Trump or whoever Mm -hmm. else it might be. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, China is going to get massively sanctioned. So China most likely will act if they believe that there's no way to to take away this this election. Right. The way they did it in 2020, that they will most likely strike Taiwan before that, creating a black swan event, which will be the prelude to the global financial collapse and then. Martial law will be declared and everything will fall out from that point. Yeah. And it looks like it's heading that direction. And for folks that are hearing me say that, I don't, I think it's very possible that date may not happen. You need to act as if it does. So you need to find that you can do a MAGA candidate. You can do an anti-establishment candidate. You can do somebody that's a, we, the people candidate is what it comes down to. You need to get out there and canvas for that person, do everything as if that date's going to happen. Because if it does, the overwhelming of the vote is the most important thing you can do. Yep. That's how you fight back from the bad guys, let's call them. You Absolutely. have to over- overwhelm the ballot boxes. You must overwhelm the ballot boxes. Absolutely. Lewis, I, I appreciate your time, man. We're going to get everybody out to the Truth Tour as much as possible, guys. Truthtour.net is the website. Our mods will put that out there. It's also in the description box. Um, if you guys go out there, purchase tickets, you can go ahead and see who referred you. You drew a drop-down box. You should see my name in there. Um, in Minnesota, I hope to see everybody out in the Wisconsin-Minnesota area that watches this show. I hope to see you guys. It's going to be awesome checking you guys out, meeting you guys, and talking to you. Lewis, I can't wait to see you Friday. We're going to have a fantastic time. Much appreciated. We're going to have a blast. Thank you. Take care of this. And guys, we'll be right back with more of the Red Pill Project Daily Dose in just one second. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four-layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor-outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use a promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Uh, hey, welcome back to the Red Pill Project. Yep, update dude's pillows. No. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? If, if you, they hurt my neck. I got the wrong no. pillow, though. Yeah, they hurt my neck. I got the wrong pillow. But no. if, if they hurt your neck or anything like that, just go out and tell them they'll replace it. That's the great thing. But welcome back. We're back with the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. for Again, for everybody out there, truthtour.net. That was Lewis Herms. It was a good conversation. I actually, it, man, I want to have him back on Fringe and, and discuss a lot of stuff with that guy. I think there's a lot to discuss. This is uh, Vince Tagliavia, my co-host. 
Hello. Hope everybody is doing well. And the first thing that I want to talk about tonight is Hurricane Ian heads towards potentially catastrophic strike on Florida. This is already confirmed. It's headed towards, I believe, um, I, I want to say Donald Trump, right? <laughs> uh. Palm Springs area, right? I can tell you exactly where it's headed towards. We were talking about it earlier. Um, the storm is headed direct Sarasota instead of Tampa. So the Sarasota area instead of Tampa, um, which either way, it's going to hit all of Florida. So all of our prayers are going out tonight to everybody in Florida and Cuba that are being affected by this hurricane. It's supposed to hit tomorrow. It's going to be a Category 4 hurricane. Um, should be hitting tomorrow and Thursday. Um, I know American Media Periscope is already kind of canceling shows and doing pre-records, getting pre-records yeah. ready because of it. Oh, wow. So, and, and, you know, this is interesting because if you go back to August, and you remember August, in August, they were concerned because there was no storms. We had no, excuse me, we had no storms coming in. And they're like, this is the weirdest hurricane season ever. Then all of a sudden, they all start boom, 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 one right after another. We even had that one that hit San Diego, the tropical storm. Um, this is crazy. It, this is what I've talked about, Vince. I've said this. I say when you manipulate the weather for a period of time somewhere over the world, what happens is the earth has got to compensate, and usually it releases all that energy all at once. It appears so, man. There's definitely some weather manipulation going on globally, and it has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I hope everybody out there prepares or has gotten out of Dodge and is safe, and uh, it'll be on our mind for sure. That's right. Um, as a reminder, tonight we usually have the after dark chat. Uh, that's typically at 9 p.m. Eastern or 9 p.m. Mountain, 11 p.m. Eastern. It'll be delayed about a half an hour tonight. So it'll be delayed about a half an hour tonight, uh, about 30 minutes. So, but that is still going on. You got to be a member of the Social Red Pill in yeah. order to get in there. Um, so you just have to join. You don't have to be a, a paid member or anything like that. Just have to join, and the information is shared on there, and you guys can join up on that. Um, and so let's let's jump in some news here. We also have the Battle of the Streams going on. Uh, the oh, battle, yeah. ba- yep, Battle of the Streams going on. We got D Live Rumble. Well, no, actually, no Rumble tonight. Rumble. By the way, Rumble. It seems to appears to be under a DDoS attack. What does that mean? It means that there is most likely some type of cyber attack going on that is affecting Rumble. Uh, we have uh, we we got the stream set up. We started streaming. Up, oh, we, oh, we're back up on Rumble. We're so, back up. Yep, yeah, we're yeah. back up on Rumble. Okay, good. So, Rumble's having some problems. <laughs> so, my whole internet had problems today for the first time. Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Well, it was a good run. I thought I was retired again. One second. But yeah, the battle of the streams is going strong. Uh, join the Red Pill app too you guys it's a lot of people have been joining and it's an absolute great place to share content so be with like-minded people no no censorship right and so now we're going to talk about we'll we'll get into the battle of streams here in a minute but i want to go into some news we got a boatload of news to get through tonight um so we might not get through it all but that's okay we still got a show tomorrow which uh i'll have to talk to vince about might be swinging some stuff around. We'll see. It was supposed to be at 7.30. That might not actually happen, but I, I'll figure that out after the show. We'll talk to Vince about that. Uh, but let's jump into some number. Let's jump into some news here. FBI changes the numbers of documents they stole from President Trump's estate, Mar-a-Lago. FBI admitted in court yesterday that it had misrepresented the number of documents it had taken from the home of President Trump. 
The FBI supervisor attested in a court document filed Monday that the inventory of the document seized was wrong. It's unclear why the DOJ names and shares private information about the former president, but shrinks from the naming uh, accusatory agents. Uh, 63 additional documents or photographs without classification markings were taken from Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, resort previously listed by the FBI, according to the updated inventory. The revised inventory was submitted to the federal court in Southern Florida on orders of U.S. District Judge Raymond Deary, a Reagan appointee who was inserted into the case as a special master or an independent third party to handle disputes of the matter. Deary ordered the government official with sufficient knowledge of the matter to submit a declaration or affidavit stating whether the detailed property inventory released on September 2nd represents the full or accurate extent of the property seized by Trump's home in August when FBI agents executed the search warrant. The FBI supervisory special agent, whose name was redacted, fulfilled the order. The agent based in Washington said he or she leads a squad of special agents, intelligence analysts, and other personnel in carrying out counterintelligence and espionage investigations, and that their team ex executed the warrant. This is the same team, by the way, that investigated Donald Trump for the Russia-Russia hoax. This is the same team that, uh, you know, dropped the Hunter Biden laptop and never investigated it. Probably the same team that uh, did Hillary Clinton's emails. But, hey, what are you going to do? Not a good sign, I have to say that. It's a little right. bit sketchy. You'd think they'd be really careful before publishing something that is completely accurate. Um, something's up, man. I don't yeah, well, why would they why would they keep those documents out of the list? That's the question. Sixty-three documents, why would they keep those ones? Because most likely those documents were what Trump was talking about in the sense of his uh um confidentiality, lawyer to lawyer privilege. They're documents that they were never supposed to take in the first place. And that's most likely what happened there is they had these docket, do, uh, documents. Deary had basically seized them for a certain time and they got their hands on them, got a count of them. And that's why Deary asked that question, which they had to release the real numbers. And now those numbers come out and it's most likely those documents that had nothing to do with the case. It had nothing to do with the White House. It was probably confidentiality documents between Trump and his lawyers that they wanted to spy on Trump. That, that's my opinion. That's, that's what I'm seeing in that. Possibly. Uh, violates the Constitution. Group sues Joe Biden over student loan forgiveness program. A conservative Indiana-based lawyer filed a lawsuit against the Biden regime on Tuesday in an effort to block Joe Biden's unconstitutional student loan forgiveness program. You got to remember, the Constitution is very specific with the powers granted to the president. The president does not have the ability to do this. The Department of Education did not undertake the notice and comment process required for rulemaking much less solicit any public input. The suit says, according to NBC News, it did not even issue a formal order or directive setting out its cancellation program. Nothing about loan cancellation is lawful or appropriate, the lawyer said. In an end run around Congress, the administration threatens to enact a profound and transformational policy that will have untold economic impacts. The administration's lawless actions should be stopped immediately. And if you remember the video from two years ago, when Nancy Pelosi was talking about this, she says, when pertaining to Donald Trump, he does not have that power. The president does not have the power to cancel student loan debt. Only Congress has that power. Now, we talked about this just a little bit. What is Joe Biden hiding? Biden's office concerned about political sensitivities of releasing Senate papers currently under lock and key at University of Delaware? Um, well, that's a good question. What is Joe Biden hiding? I think he's hiding a lot, and most of it has to do with probably quid pro quo and financial interest overseas that basically name him as a candidate within, uh, well, treason, sedition, and everything else that comes after. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that, man. <clears throat> now, he's hiding everything, and hopefully it all right. comes to light soon. 
Do you remember this when we were talking about Madison Cawthorn and how I was saying that the RNC basically um, sabotaged him? Remember the whole thing that he came out and he came out and said that I was at uh, I got invited to a party and they were having oh, yes. a, a rave and, and an orgy and all this stuff. It was someone yeah. I respected. And I said, that was McCarthy. And then McCarthy came out and basically told him, if you want to win re-election, you better stop it. Yeah. Well, look at this. McCarthy helped sabotage Rep. Cawthorn's re-election in an effort to purge loudest pro-Trump lawmakers, according to a new report. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yep. McCarthy's allies, allies attempted to hide the effort to sabotage MAGA Republicans, according to the report from The Washington Post. GOP lobbyist Jeff Miller, one of McCarthy's closest friends and biggest fundraisers, and Brian O. Walsh, a Republican strategist who works for multiple McCarthy-backed groups, were both involved in the independent effort to oppose Cawthorn <clears throat> as part of a broader project to create a more functioning GOP caucus next year. Washington Post reported the allies close to McCarthy have sometimes taken steps to conceal their efforts as they did in the Cawthorn case with money passing from top GOP donors through organizations that do not disclose their donors and have limited public records. Federal disclosures show. Wow. Look at that. And this is what we're talking about. <clears throat> this isn't a game of red, red and blue. This isn't a game of de- Democrats and Republicans. This is the establishment. This is the deep state. This is those people in there who are undermining your constitutional rights, freedoms, and sovereignty. That's the, that's the truth in the matter, okay? And, and some of them are Republican, and some of them are Democrat. Some of them are independent. One good thing, though, we have from GOP lawmakers is they have sounded the alarm over the Chinese purchase of U.S. farmland near an Air Force base. <clears throat> the transaction in question concerns the, Fen, uh, the Fufen Group, a larger producer of food a- additives in China with links to the Chinese Communist Party, Fufen recently purchased 370 acres of land in Grand Forks, North Dakota, that it plans to build into a corn mill. The future plant will sit roughly 12 miles away from Grand Forks Air Force Base, home to sensitive drone satellite and surveillance technology. Um, Corn mill? That's right. Where they're going to get their corn from. Well, this is interesting because they're opening a biotech firm or trying to do the biotech research project there in Florida on their acreage. And Florida standing up against them. And then in Texas, they bought about 200 to 300 acres of farmland right by a military base in Texas. Well, you know who loves corn? Who's that? Xi Jinping? Bill Gates. Oh. <laughs> Bill Gates. He put out an ad about corn. I saw it. In, in all your corn is probably GMO these days. It is. Yep. It's gross, dude. But yeah, I could see that maybe they have an opportunity to collaborate with their uh, globalist agenda of corn. Yep. I like corn, but I don't love corn. I could do without corn. We have think meat. that there are four characteristics. All right, let's of- listen to uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell on what he has to say about digital currencies here. We think that there are four characteristics of if we were to pursue a CBDC it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private, privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. And fourth is transferable or interoperable. So, so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which, is, which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking system. As well. Okay, so he's kind of lying there which still has to be done in today's traditional banking system. He's talking about identity verification. He's talking about verification of the assets, which if you use cash, 
none of that takes place. So he's wrong actually there because cash, you don't have to do identity verification with unless you're purchasing like something like cigarettes or something like that. Um, basically what they're talking about is the, the, the CBDC that is being created, the central bank digital currency that's being created is, is not going to be anonymous, which means that you'll have to basically register. Remember when I told you this, there's 12 federal reserve banks and you'll have to register with the federal reserve bank to get into the CBDC. Um, they'll give you a certain time frame to transfer your assets over. You'll have to link up all your crypto accounts. You'll have to link up all your bank accounts. They're going to download all your transactions. After they download all your transactions, now they're going to see a whole bunch of audits happen within your taxes from years and years before. This is why we have 87,000 new IRS agents over the ne next 10 years because of the implementation of this system. Okay, And they're going to start yeah. coming after people to fund their, their progress towards a new world order. I don't want to play there. I'm not, I don't, I'm not using that. I'm not using that. <laughs> I have a lot. I have shells. I'll be trading with with seashells and buttons if anybody wants to or trade. gold and silver. <laughs> and that. I have gold and I silver. I may have a little bit. Gold and silver. I'm it's telling you, get, getgoldtoday.com. <laughs> if I can shout them out, I will because they're absolutely awesome. Yeah. Getgoldtoday.com. Check them out, Dr. Kirk Elliott. S protect your 401k. Protect your IRAs. Check it out. European gas jumps 19% on risk. Russia may use sanction, um, sanctions against uh, Ukraine's Naftogaz, uh, which is their, their state-run gas company. And so 19% jump in European gas is massive, massive. Um, Biden wants to, to go a lot further than Inflation Reduction Act and transforming away from fossil fuels. This is Bernie Sanders who's saying this, who, by the way, has not ruled out a 2024 run. And Bernie Sanders is coming out against what Joe Biden is really doing because he, I think he sees the light. I think he understands what's really happening. Um, and the Inflation Reduction Act is nothing because they're going to do a full Green New Deal implementation. It's going to be spread out through multiple different deals. Um, and if they, get, if they retain power, you're going to see it come. And it's going to happen fast. Make sure we cut out a few minutes for the Battle of the Streams. They are going hard, man. Are they? Yeah. Shout out to Paul there. Thank you. Uh, much respect to you, my friend, in uh, Australia. We'll do a, a Battle of the Streams right now. Uh-oh, here we go. Brenda, me Brenda, has donated one diamond. Thank you so much, me Brenda. AZ Jim 320 celebrating a 12-month substreak. Thank you so much, AZ Jim. Daisy Chains gifted a can. Thank you so much, Daisy Chains. Vader 369 as well, a can. Thank you so much, Vader 369. Grits 39120 donated three ice cream. Thank you so much, Grits. Allie D donated four lemons. Thank you so much, Allie. Ponlo Picasso donated a can. Thank you so much, Ponlo. You guys are awesome. iCharlieCO843 just followed. Welcome, iCharlieCO843. Uh, 843, thank you for the follow. Vader369 gifted one, two, three cookies. Ponlo Picasso gifted a cookie. Oh no, you don't, Vader. <laughs> Daisy Chains gifted a cookie, starting a cookie war. Blame the blame. Uh-oh, we got a cookie war happening on Pill. They're going for two nights in a row. Nat Henley, uh, Henley gifted a cookie. Friendly Gator gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Friendly. And Nat Ponlo Picasso gifted a cookie. Daisy Chain gifted a cookie. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for all these cookies happening on Rundle. C. Blanche gifted a cookie. Nat Henley, again, a cookie. Friendly Gator gifted a cookie. Ponlo gifted a cookie. I thought I was going to win the cookie <laughs> fight, but there are way more of you than I thought. Thank you guys all for these cookies. Daisy Chain, again, gifted another cookie. Baked cookie. Nat Henley gifted another cookie with two peace signs and a smile. Pondo Picasso cookie. Sweetwater 420 a cookie. Grits 39123 ice creams. Thank you guys for the ice creams and the cookies there. Me, Brenda, another diamond. Aussies for Trump. Pondo Picasso gifted another cookie. 
Uh, Patriotic Pisces donated one diamond so much. Thank you, Patriotic Pisces and Ponlo. Uh, Run Derrett donated one ice cream. RPG3573, one lemon. Thank you so much, Run Derrett and RPG73. You guys are, geez, you guys are awesome. You guys are rocking it tonight. So much appreciated for helping to support alternative media and everything that we're doing here at the Red Pill Project. You guys are absolutely awesome. Let's move on, though. Let's do this. Let's jump into this. We'll, We'll do the finality of that here towards the end of the show. Uh, UN food chief warns chaos, hell, devastation from famine, expert price controls, rationing, and criminalization of preppers hide your food. Events are playing out like clockwork. Have you noticed everything emerging in the world stage right now? Food scarcity, inflation, energy crisis, escalating war, vaccine deaths, and more was predicted well in advance by Natural News, Infowars, and other media outlets. The only people surprised by all of this are the obvious masses who didn't read the independent media. For those who do, this is like the fo- this is like following along with a Hollywood script that's playing out in real life. That's right. We are watching a movie in a sense, aren't we? Widespread food, scarce- food scarcity hits Europe this winter and well into 2023 and beyond. Food scarcity strikes America in 2023 and persists for years due to lack of fertilizer. Governments initiate price control on food items. The result is worsening scarcity and widespread civil unrest. Governments then introduce rationing as a means of control, likely using COVID uh, the, the, the tracking tech and mobile phone apps that are repurposed for the purpose of implementing mass starvation. Finally, governments criminalize preppers and start pushing stories of hoarders who are causing everybody else to starve. In other words, watch as Europe becomes Venezuela, followed by America becoming Venezuela. This is going to get very interesting. I'm a, I agree. This is from yeah. scarcity.news and 100% spot on. Mike Adams republished this. Um, it's coming, Vince. There, there is, it, it is. You cannot deny... So the fertilizer, the crop shortages, the crop failures due to the weather, the flooding, the droughts, all this stuff, this is all coming to head. We're still on this this end part of the surplus from the end of the pandemic, the end of the surplus from that, and we're moving into this time frame where there's nothing coming behind it. Yeah, and if you have to stock up last minute, people are, like, I've already been criticized, two years ago I was criticized for making large purchases Mm -hmm. by people. Oh, I was, you know, well, yeah, it's just a joke. So I could really see um, people being targeted and shunned by sheeple. Right. So uh, it's definitely something we need to be aware of. I don't have extra food. I don't have anything. I'm just. I don't got extra anything. I don't got extra anything. Um, Me and Dr. Kirk Elliott, we talk every Wednesday on the Dark Delight Show. That's my radio show I do on YSL. You can find that uh, linked up on redpills.tv. But we talked about this, that one of the first indicators that we're in global economic decline, heading into a recession, already into a recession and moving into a depression, is the effects of the housing market. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the housing bubble has officially burst. Case Schilling Schiller records first drop in home prices since 2012. Analysts, ex- uh, analysts expected Case-Shiller home price growth to continue its modest acceleration in August. The latest available data is heavily lagged and smoothed out data, but the result was a doozy. The 20-city composite index tumbled 0.44% month after month, far below the 0.2% expected increase, and a sharp decline from the downward revised 0.19% increase in July. More importantly, this was the first sequential drop and home prices tracked by Case Schiller since March 2012, or 10 and a half years. That's, that's big. That's, that's really big. We got to understand that these are the first indicators 
that there's no capital flowing out of banks into people's hands for easy money. That these interest rates rise and this removes the access to easy money. People don't want to take out mortgages at 65 or 7%. People don't want to buy in this market with declining home prices, increasing inflation, increasing interest rates, and the cost of money is so expensive. And so that means that you'll have this economic decline. And, that, and that's okay. It's, it's recessive. The recession is part of the economic cycle. But the problem is it's been so hyperinflated. It's been so overburdened that this recession cycle is typically equivalent to the upward cycle that you have of the deflation or the inflationary period, right? Yes. Of the credit, credit cycle. It's like when you manipulate the weather. <laughs> yep. It's like when you, exactly. It's when, when you manipulate the weather, it's all got to bounce back. And you have a credit and debt cycle. And the credit cycle goes up and the debt cycle goes back. And these are supposed to be moderately attuned by the Federal Reserve. They're supposed to take interest rates, control the credit cycle, bring it down, Raising interest rates, you go down into a debt cycle, then you come back up into a credit cycle. And what they did is just went. So that means that you got to go all the way back down to the bottom and then below. And so that's where we're headed right now. And to give you an indication of this, that this is where we're heading. I want you guys to pay attention because when you look at this, anytime you look at big market moves, like when you see something drop down or anything like that, what you have is you have financial institutions trading. They're usually trading hundreds of millions to billions of dollars of stocks or purchases, commodities, equities, whatever it might be. But typically when you're about to see an economic decline, a lot of these large equity firms, what they'll do is they'll go and raise capital because they know that this economic collapse is coming in. So they want cash on hand. And then what they'll do is they'll do the transference of the wealth by buying up the assets after the collapse. Goldman Sachs closes $9.7 billion private equity fund, largest since 2007. Why is that number 2007 incredibly important? That was the last crash. That was the last crash. That was the 2008 housing market cra crash. And the last time that Goldman Sachs did this, that large, was in 2007. And so, uh, like uh, Bill Anvall says, here's your sign. Here's your sign. Yeah. Here's your sign. Yeah. Now, yesterday we talked about the potential coup in China. Now we're seeing that that is uh, not necessarily what happened. It's still a mystery what is happening in China. Xi Jinping has surfaced. He appears in public dispelling rumors of unrest and coup in China. And most likely what they did is a three-day re-education of Xi Jinping. Went in there, probably put a gun to his head, probably did some things to him, tortured him a little bit, castrated him, and said, you're going to do what we tell you to do. And there's nothing you can do about it. And in three days, we'll let you out. Uh, that, that's my guess. I don't know necessarily what happened. But if China starts pulling away from Russia, you can mark me right on that. If China starts saying, Russia, stop it, Russia, stop it. Oh, we're leaving the alliance with Russia and starts heading back to the globalist movement. You can count me right on that one. I don't know. Just a guess. But also, we have a lot of tensions that are flaring. And this, you know, his disappearance could have been because of what's potentially happening. And U.S.-China top diplomats meet to contain high tensions amongst Taiwan. And I told you this was going to ramp up coming into the November time frame. Number one, because Joe Biden and the DNC are a liability to China. If they lose power, that means that China is basically going to be finished for the next four years with massive sanctions and they won't be able to do what they want to do. They know if they're going to take Taiwan, they have to potentially take Taiwan before the November elections. This is why 
when they put out that leaked audio from Lewd Media, this is specifically, they said, before November, and they've been ramping up. And so I think that this is on the billet, that this potentially could happen here in the next few days and next few weeks. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Now, Vince, do you remember a few months ago I talked about uh, Congress would enact a bill sometime around the end of September that Not would fund the government till the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember this. That they'll do student debt relief and they'll fund, they'll produce a bill that will um, fund the government till the end of December, as well as give Ukraine some financing. Um, I also said that there would be a stimulus in there. It's not in there yet, but guess what? There it is. Congress unveiled stopgap spending bill with $12 billion plus for Ukraine in aid. Congressional appropriators released a stopgap bill Monday night that would fund the government through mid-December, specifically earmarking $12.3 billion in aid to Ukraine and $3 billion for Afghan resettlement programs. Uh, the short-term spending bill, otherwise known as a continuing resolution, would fund the government until December 16th. This would give Congress more time to hash out a long-term deal to continue funding the government. The federal government will face a shutdown if Congress fails to pass the CR by the end of Friday, which is the end of the fiscal year. Along with the funding of the government uh, at similar spending levels, the CR would provide $12.3 billion in economic aid, military aid, military aid specific, to Ukraine. $1 billion for low-income home energy assistance. Obviously, you're going to need that this winter. $2.5 billion in funding for New Mexico recovery for the Hermit's Peak calf. $20 million for uh, water infrastructure in Jackson, Mississippi, and a few other earmarks. Um, I, I'm, my theory is that they are most likely going to add some type of stimulus to this, if not into this one, into the next one. But, uh, hey, look, three out of four wasn't bad on that, right? Called it. Said they were going to do it. Freedom of Information Act reveals... Oh, I just spilled a whole bunch of water. Oh, I did that this morning, too. All over nice. my phone. Oh, good. It's water resistant. No, it's not. Oh, shoot. It's, it's, it's an iPhone. I thought they were. Oops. <laughs> and the, the, like, the, the flashlight turned on, and I can't turn it off. I don't have anything here. That's okay. I just don't want my phone to blow up and die. No, that's the worst. Okay, so... Freedom of Information Act reveals post inspectors monitored conservative protesters. That's right. Conservative protesters. Not left, not DNC, not Democrat, conservative yeah, protesters. And so the U.S. Postal Service monitored protesters across the country snooping on Americans focused on issues involving guns in President Biden's election, according to the records obtained by The Washington Times. Postal inspectors tracked the actions of gun right activists in Richmond, Virginia, people preparing to demonstrate against police in Louisville, Kentucky, after an investigation into the police shooting of Breonna Taylor, and far-right groups headed to the District of Columbia after Mr. Biden's election. I love how they say Mr. Biden, not President Biden. <laughs> But that's the truth is, you know, they're tracking us, they're watching us, and they're doing everything in the world to make sure that they can keep us in tow. <sighs> the charger port got wet, but I think we're good. I, I think we're good. Yep, we're good. Okay, cool. I saved my phone. It, yeah. it didn't die. Put it. Yeah. Phones are waterproof, not water immersible, Vince. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> well, I heard if you put it in rice overnight that... Uh, uh, Chinese people will come and fix it in the middle of the night. That, that, that's kind of racist, Vince. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of racist. No, it's not. I heard it somewhere. Oh. So uh, 
<laughs> the U.S. is headed for serious natural gas shortage and high prices this winter, experts warn. I wonder why. Maybe it was because of the 17 executive orders that Joe Biden passed on January 22nd, 2021 that ended energy independence in the United States of America and ended the natural gas boom that was occurring within the United States. And, well, that's probably most reason why. But... Uh, Reuters recently reported that American shale drillers who were responsible for the bulk of the natural gas output in the U.S. were struggling to meet the strong demand as both domestic and international natural gas consumption hits record highs. At the same time, inventories were sitting at their second lowest level for this time of the year in the past 12 years with no sign of improvement. And so all they have to do is increase the amount of contracts out there, of permits out there, and this would all go away, but they wouldn't. And well, it does take about 18 months to get those contracts and those permits going. But here's the thing mm -hmm. is if Joe Biden did nothing to energy independence in the United States of America, this would not be a problem right now. We would not have high gas prices. We would not have rising energy costs. We would not have any of these things. Yeah. Uh, probably the probably everybody else would be in an OK position as well yep. for the most part. OK, we, well, we did a lot of these yesterday. Um. Talked about Ukraine, no, no uh, mobilization. We talked about UN, U.S. warns Russia of catastrophic consequences of nuclear strike. Um, I, I just want to say this because I, I'm I'm someone who's former military. Uh, I still got my 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 thumb on some people in the military. I know some people I have contacts with. Um, this is a very serious situation um, globally. What we're about to talk yeah. about in the next part when we get into this a little bit. Um, is there something occurring here? There's some false flag operations occurring here. Now, we talked yesterday about the false flag operation, right? Um, about yeah. the, in Russia, remember the school shooting? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, had, had weeks ago warned Germany about possible attacks on gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea. The U.S. warned them. Kremlin comments wow. on possible causes of the Nord Stream damage. If you guys didn't know, the Nord Stream pipelines one and two are both leaking. These are what basically transfer oil and gas, or sorry, gas, natural gas, from Russia to Germany. Moscow says nothing can be ruled out and suggests it's possible the pipeline was damaged intentionally. This is Russia saying this, okay? Well, immediately after this, or right, right before this, Ukraine came out. And you know what? You want to know what Ukraine said, Vince? Yes, I, I do. Russia did it. What? Ukraine said that? Ukraine came out. It's on my telegram. Ukraine came out and blamed Russia for intentionally damaging the Nord Stream pipeline. Now, well, let's think about it. How does that benefit Russia? If there you go. So, you know, I posted on my telegram earlier a comment about this, and I said Russia had warned Germany, right? But here's the thing. They wouldn't intentionally damage the pipeline because all they have to do is turn it off. Why are they going to cause massive damage, which they have to go back and repair? Um, and so we're going to get into a few of these stories. Let's, let's jump into this. Uh, so Russia's denying it, okay? But Ukraine is blaming Russia. Well, let's listen to what Joe Biden has to say about this. If, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But what what, how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. 
So there's Joe Biden right there saying if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We will bring it to an end. The reporter asked, how will you do that? He says, I promise we'll be able to do that. Well, that's interesting. So this guy right here is Radek Sikorsky. That's him with Joe Biden right there. He's the chairman of the EU-USA delegation. Uh, he is 100% directly connected to Joe Biden and everything that's going on. This was his tweet on Twitter earlier. <clears throat> that's the Nord Stream pipeline leaking natural gas into the Baltic Sea. And he says, thank you, USA. As yeah, man. Cryptic as that is, knows. not very cryptic. It sounds like he's blaming the USA for this. <clears throat> yeah. A really big hole update. Sabotage suspected in Nord Stream 1 and 2 leaks. Sweden detected possible explosions at locations of leaks of 2.3 and 1.9 on the Richter scale. They did this with seismic uh, investigation. And so this is not good because here's what I'm telling you right now. So this wasn't an explosion. This wasn't a torpedo that hit these pipelines, Okay. Think about this. You have natural gas. You have gas, right? If an explosion hit that, what's going to happen? Ba-boom. Fire. That's right. Most likely what happened is this was called Operation Ramrod. What about... Okay, I don't know what that is, but I was thinking potentially um, cyber attack. Um, No, these things actually have holes in them. They're physically damaged. Okay. And so there's a lot of things that have to happen now to get these fixed. It's going to be weeks or months until these things are fixed. So what are you speaking about here? So these are either concussion bombs, uh, like depth charges that usually happen against submarines, right? They don't have really, they're really about like creating pressure underwater in a concussion that goes out and can damage metal and steel. Um, that type of thing or something that rammed it. Uh, but it definitely was not, I don't think it was an explosive. So... That's my opinion. Mm. But I do believe, and this is what I'm going to tell you guys my honest opinion, and, and don't hate me for this, that the globalist NATO, the deep state, did this. And they That's did this to blame it on Russia. Why? They have been threatening preemptive nuclear or preemptive strikes on Russian nuclear facilities. Russia came back and said, we'll go to war with you. Nuclear war. They, NATO needs a reason to go into Ukraine and fight Russia. They need to stop Russia's progression because that's where their arsenal is. Okay? So, and Russia just came out today, confirmed the 28 biolabs. They exist. They were doing all this stuff there, all this stuff. Okay, so we understand this. NATO and the Western, the cabal, the globalists, they have to get in there. They have to take Russia out. They cannot allow Russia and China to continue with this creation of this BRICS alliance that is forming up, which means that they need some type of false flag operation to go in. They started shelling the nuclear power plants, remember? Yes. Using U.S. munitions to shell the nuclear power plants. But they don't want a nuclear incident. They don't. They only want the threat or fear of it, which Russia didn't back down from that. So now they have to take it to the next level. And this is it. This is your false flag operation. There's going to be probably some type of motivation by um, NATO to get involved because they're going to blame this on Russia. Say, oh, yeah, conclusively, Russia did this. Blame it on Russia. And that's when they're going to go in there that Russia basically just killed Europe. They're going to freeze in the winter because of Russia, what they just did. And that's an attack on NATO countries. Now NATO can get involved. Makes that sense? Makes sense. Yep. Um, I think you're spot on. And I will say how uh, I will I don't I want to recognize how significant this is. This is the first attack outside of what we've seen announced right. since February, outside of Ukraine and Russia. 
this is the first thing you've seen. Yep. Russia usually is pretty straightforward. It gives a couple warnings and then says this is our red line and then acts and they kind of publicize it all as they go, right? Right. Um, this it, wasn't. And they've been very open and transparent. They're releasing all the information that they're collecting. They're they're going out there and, and telling it straight as an arrow. I, it's not that I support Russia. I don't want to live there. I don't want to be Edward Snowden. But um, I think that they are fighting against the globalists and protecting their sovereignty as a nation. They are. and But, of course, you guys remember they are Russia first. So that's right. When it comes down to it. I don't think. Uh... So this title I'm going to have to uh, butcher in order to get it all out there. But American Red Cross has been caught mixing. Bloods from people who uh, do not have immune protection and people who have the thing that gives you the supposed immune protection, if you can get my drift here. And so they're mixing that. So if you do have to get a blood transfusion from one of the hospitals that's coming from the Red Cross, just understand this, that this is happening right now. Um, this is Dr. Michael Verboa, how it started, how it's going, and how it started July 19, 2021, no trace of mRNA vaccine found in breast milk, gene found that helps identify COVID-19 early. This is from Reuters, a news article from Reuters from Nancy Lapid. And this was on July 19, 2021. And now the JAMA Network, JAMA Pediatrics, this is a peer-reviewed journal study, right? On September 26, 2022, came out and said the detection of messenger RNA COVID-19 vaccines in human breast milk, which means that these mothers are producing... Um, the, the vaccine part, the spike protein thing, within their breast milk and feeding it onto the babies. Very interesting there. It's not supposed to happen. Yeah, they said that's a, that's a uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Well, so oh. you want to see an example of mass formation psychosis? Oh, yes. Check this out. Good one. What you're about to see is you're about to see a whole bunch of CrossFit people, CrossFitters, jogging by a restaurant. Okay, this is just people working out, jogging at night, passing by a restaurant. Watch this. There's no audio. There's the CrossFitters running by with a dog. Watch all the people at the restaurant. Unbelievable. There's more CrossFitters coming through. Reminds me when Forrest Gump ran across the country and people just started joining in with him. <laughs> kind of tired now. Think I'm gonna go home. Did you ever see the? Okay, you remember Forrest Gump? Of course. When he uh, he was searching for something, right? He was all depressed and stuff like that, and he was searching for something. We didn't know what he was searching for. And he ran and he turned around and he looked at a man. He says, "I think I'm tired. I'm kind of tired now. I think I'm gonna go home." Go back to the movie and watch who he looks at. Well, it's his older self. What? It's Tom Hanks. Go check it out. I'm telling you. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Russia and China are moving closer to a formal alliance as the world inches closer to global war. I mean, it's like it's like I told you so, right? It's like months ago I said, hey, this BRICS alliance, this economic alliance that's occurring between Russia and China is going to move into a new axis and allies, a new military alliance that's going to formulate within this BRICS economic alliance. And there it is right there. And now we also just saw yesterday we had Russia and Chinese naval forces up by the coast of Alaska. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Russian senator says state has proof of Pentagon-run biolabs in Ukraine are military 
in nature. Russian Senator Konstantin Kosachev, Deputy Speaker of Federation Council or Senate, has provided irrefutable evidence that the Department of Defense-run biological research laboratories in Ukraine are pursuing military goals. On Thursday, September 22nd, he told Reuters, uh, he told reporters, sorry, about the evidence the legislator has following the meeting of Parliamentary Commission on the Investigation of U.S. Biological Laboratories in Ukraine, which is part, which he is part co-chairman. He said, up until the last moment, until the last, until the start of Russia's special military operation, it wasn't fully clear how dangerous the activities of these laboratories were, said Koshevith. The public specialists in our par, uh, par, uh, Parliamentary Commission have gained a hold of inconceivable evidence that this activity is of a military nature. Big eyes, big white eyes on that one. Oh, yeah. This is maybe <clears throat> some of the, the information that we can expect to see, mm -hmm. I would think. So in, in good news, fake meat sales have plummeted on high prices and woke messaging. Um, they are pulling them off the shelves at all the fast food restaurants. You're not, uh, they're pulling them off the shelves. The, the profit, so... Basically, the uh, the sales, retail sales of Beyond Meat has declined 85% in the last six months. Dude, Nobody man, wants that junk. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yep. And uh, Florida Emergency, uh, wow, man, we, we whipped through that. I thought that was going to take forever. I'm going to go on over here. We're going to go back up. Where, we, where did we leave off? With what? Okay, the lines. RPG oh. 3573 just donated one ice cream. Daisy Chains gifted a can. Here's a new beverage since y'all spilled. Poor Crayfish just <laughs> followed. Welcome, Poor Crayfish. Thank you, uh, Daisy Chains and RPG for the donations there. Um, you guys are absolutely awesome. Much appreciated for the uh, the war there with the Battle of the Streams. You guys are absolutely awesome. Vince, who is the winner? Pilt took it again, man. They're just absolute. They're just a powerhouse over there. Thank awesome. you, guys. Don't forget tonight we are delayed 30 minutes. I mean, you guys can. So if you guys go to the social red pill and you go to the events tab, the link will be posted. You guys can join the Zoom at nine o'clock or 11 Eastern. That's fine. I just won't be there for 30 minutes because I got, I got to take care of a few things. I'm getting ready to go to Minnesota. So I got a few things I need to take care of, but I'll be there 30 minutes early, but you guys can start without me. Vince will grab the link and, and share it on the platform, which should go out to everybody because he's a mod. So that should go out to everybody. You should see the link. Okay. It'll be in the feed under Vince. If you're not following him on there, go and follow Vince on there. But uh, much love, respect, guys. We'll see you guys all here in just a little while. And some of you guys will see you tomorrow. Uh, you guys take care. Have a great night. See you soon.